0: my life 2023 and the Reachin' Girls are back
1: together. And fucking older now. I'm
0: not quite okay. My birthday has not come and
1: gone yet. Well, mine has and I'm older.
0: Yeah, you're old as fuck, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck
1: up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be (laughs) an arsehole. It's a new start to the year, a new way of thinking, a new way of doing shit. Sure, sure.
0: (laughs) But that is the truth for us, right? Because we had to reevaluate. We had a great 2022. Yeah. We learned a lot.
1: A shit ton. A
0: shit ton. We're still learning. Yep. And we're tapping into every resource we have to continue to learn. Yeah. But it has meant that we've had to just scale things back a bit and just take a beat and reassess. Yeah. And I think that's what today's episode is going to be all about, right? We're just checking in. Yep. Mental health check.
1: Mental health check. See what we've been doing since the last podcast we were on.
0: Yeah. And then also to sort of just reset look at our goals for this year and work out where we want to go from here. A
1: hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: I love it. Well, we just we might as well just get stuck into mm-hmm. it because this is just you and me having our, catch our up. usual check-in, right?
1: Yeah. So if you're wondering where uh, Puk Puk and Sondrina are, is, um, we'll, we'll reiterate that it's going to be mainly me and Sarah at the helm. The girls will be coming for a catch-up sooner or later. Yeah, uh, we want to
0: gonna... know where they're at and what's happened since we oh, last spoke. And
1: there's some really good shit
0: yeah and in fact that's what we're doing with everyone so far that you've heard we're bringing them back yep so we will have sandrine and pook back we will have cassie back we will have the boys back Yep. and just sort of revisit everything that we've discussed to see how things have changed for anyone or what's progressed because that is a lot about what we talk about is that journey of healing and how you get from point a to point b to function better in the world So I think it's really important that we do check back in with those people anyway. It will mostly be you and
1: me talking shit. Throwing shit at each other.
0: Yeah, standard. You know, stuff. Standard, just your average, you know, (laughs) average
1: day. So how have you been? What have you been up to? Oh,
0: mate, what have I not been up to?
1: Like you're really busy.
0: I am insanely busy. Yeah. Insanely busy. Obviously, we just finished off Christmas, New Year's, right? Kids Mm -hmm. are back at school. I had my husband's family... All come over from NZ and Japan. We had a wedding.
1: Yeah, it looked amazing it as well. It was
0: so wonderful. There is definitely no amount of money you could pay me to be an event coordinator. You would be was so stressful. good
1: at that shit though.
0: I would be good at it, but man, it took its toll on me. Oh, like, it was so draining, but it all came together beautifully. Yeah. Um, And we had a wonderful day. I am in the throes of planning a baby shower this weekend for my brother. Bro, you do everything. Yeah. Um, not to mention kids have gone back to school. Footy training has started. Um I d- Sarah's fucked. Sure. I started a I started a diploma course in November. I haven't even <laughs> completed one module. <laughs>
1: you and I are the same because I fuck I've done one assessment which I passed on my fucking ass because I went, Oh shit, I better do this and I pretty much fucking like aced the shit. And now, just because I'm like, I'm that person that's just like, fuck it, A, B, C, it's C. (laughs) Oh my God, it was a multiple choice and you just winged it? No, 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 I had to. I I winged it, but I I got through it and, yeah, aced it. But I don't think that's going to happen for the rest of it. Yeah. Why why are you struggling with it?
0: Well, just, I I mean, November was a dumb time to start a course, to be fair. I agree, because I did. Yeah, like, I really didn't think it through. Up here in Queensland, like... Come the beginning of December, the kids are on school holidays. 100. That throws me for a spin. 100. Do you I, think
1: the reason that you started it so early was because you were gung-ho?
0: No, I started it because it, in November I had a cut-off date for a job requirement. Got you. Yeah. So I had to enrol by a certain date. Yeah. Um, and I have to have the course finished 12 months from that date. So <laughs> I now have like nine, ten months to finish Look, a diploma. I've got I faith mean, in you. You'll get it done. Yeah. I just need to get through... The end of Feb. We just need to get through February and then I have told everyone I know, don't invite me to shit. Don't ask me to do shit because I will literally be at the library. Yeah, fair. Every day. Fair. So, I mean, it's been a busy few months. It's been really nice and fun, but I am very happy and very eager to get back into some serious routine
1: we're getting into routine now with this freaking podcast yeah. as well.
0: Which is why when we sat down to discuss this last week, Kel, I was like dates for yep. so the next six months, yep. lock in dates because I cannot have any wishy washy. Oh, let's see if we have time. Cause I don't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Neither. And that was me as well. I'm like, if I have to finish these, you know, I've committed to the studies, I'm doing a diploma and something and a certificate and something, a dual thing. <laughs> <Of course laughs> you I don't are. even fucking of know. Of course you are. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, if I want to complete it, I need to do it. So it's that and also getting back onto a training regime and helping myself lose some weight. And um, that is a difficult thing as well because, mm-hmm. you know, maintaining that lifestyle is, is...
0: Well, it's trying to fit everything in.
1: Yeah. And being mum to the boys now that I guess you would have learnt from the episode from the boys that I'm single. And mm-hmm. I think I have been for a while now, but... Just, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't fucking told anyone that, yeah. you know. Well, I haven't told people that don't matter. You're
0: fortunate you have a really good co-parent. Um, Ooh, amazing, amazing co-parent. Amazing co-parent who really pulls his weight. Oh, pulls you, his like weight, my more, weight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the whole world's so weight.
0: For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. Um, but it is navigating that new space, hey, of, yeah. of independence, I suppose. Yeah. And, and having to be organised. Like, we literally now do not have time. To not be organised
1: No And I give it up Like again Like you said I have an amazing Co-parent And I give it up To those women That don't And men And men
0: Yeah That do it on their they own That do it
1: on their own Or have a shitty
0: Other parent Yeah
1: Like Yeah Even even to have to deal With someone else's Bullshit as well mm-hmm. You know Thankful Thank Fucking knocking on the oh, fuck it, where, Where's the word Now nah, I know I know We're all G As long as we communicate And we're all good My, mm. my kids are good Kids, though. Fuck.
0: Yeah. So can I share? (laughs) Yeah, go far. We're sitting here prepping for for today's recording and Kel gets a phone call and she's like, nah, nah, I'm not going to answer that. Then plays the voicemail left by Tyson's teacher, Mm. my darling nephew, who I swear is the sweetest boy to me. He knows... he knows how to get to auntie's heart.
1: Oh, he left a message on your Facebook. He
0: did. He even Facebooked me about some photos.
1: Can I just say, Sarah, if you haven't been on Instagram, go and check it out. Because Sarah's photos, she was in a photo shoot. Yeah. Fucking hot. <laughs> Sexiest fuck. Most beautiful photos I've ever seen of you.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you know, I don't like Just take talking fucking about like,
1: compliment, <laughs> oh, <fuck> that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, he's like literally the sweetest boy. And then the teacher's calling saying he's been a tutu. Yep.
1: Yep. He's been a motherfucker, mm.
0: uh, but but <laughs> we're in that transitional phase though. Right. Yeah. Like we were talking the other day about family dynamics and relationships and adjusting to the changes. Cause we both have preteen boys. Yep. Our boys are literally born two weeks apart. Yep. So we're sort of diving real quick into that preteen, yeah, attitudey, withdrawn. Only wants to sit on their phone, yeah, too cool for school. Freaking stage, you know
1: what? I because because I've been noticing with my big boy how um, his attitude is like it's just like fucking snap, and then one minute it's all good, and mm. I'm like, fuck, this boy's so much like me. Um, but yes. I'm like, I need to focus that 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 bit of him that. I don't know, that gets pissed off really easy. And I went in, I went, you're going to fucking boxing. So there's a guy down the road that does boxing and he's the old school type of boxer. Mm-hmm. So he teaches old school. You you know, you pay him money. There's no fucking forms to fill out. There's no fucking, we're worried about this. No, no waivers. No waivers, no nothing. It's like, yep, sweet. Drop him off, leave him here and I'll gone. sort him out. I'll sort him out. And I just said, look, boy's got a bit of a mouth. Like you do whatever you fucking have to do. So I don't, but you yeah, know, he's, That's my way of going to him. If you don't fucking sort your shit out, you're going (laughs) straight. That extra day that I wasn't going to send you, you're going now. Yeah. So whatever days are available to go, that is what you're going to be doing. Well, he doesn't
0: have a sport this year. He's not doing footy this year.
1: He's going to do rugby league in school, but that's not really. It's not the same. But it's not the same. He needs
0: an outlet for that.
1: Yeah, and I think for him, because it's individual shit, it's boxing is great for him. Mm. It's great for him, and it's it's something that I like, and it's you know discipline yeah it's more of the discipline from the the coach totally hmm.
0: totally I think being off like off the catch up for so long and like having that six and a half week school holiday period or whatever yeah a lot f- well a lot for me changed I mean I had a huge dynamic shift like we you had did. we had in-laws over I had people staying with me I'm for gonna, a long period I was gonna
1: ask you because we've talked outside of this Whole podcast and w- when you were telling me what was going on and stuff like that, I'm like, you know, there's little bits of you, and mm. that you must tell. Like,
0: I struggle. She she she
1: I has sh- control issues.
0: Yeah, big time, big time. And I think I think this holiday period really um, amplified it for me. So I, I was obviously helping my brother in law and my sister in law plan their wedding makeup wedding. They got married during COVID. None of us could be there. So yeah. we were we were putting on like a family event, a family reunion. Um I had them from Japan living with us. Um with my niece who is my absolute she's gorgeous favorite. Um and then obviously we had my other sister in law and her partner and my mother and father in law come over from New Zealand for two weeks. Not to mention I already have two brother in laws and two sister in laws with kids of their own over here. So there's a total of like twelve adults. And 12 kids to coordinate. 24 people is a lot. Yeah, to fuck try no. And like,
1: 12, two kids is a lot. Yeah. Two
0: so adults is a lot. So we're trying to get 24 of us together yeah. all on the same page, all, you know, enjoying spending time together. We got there in the end, but I realised that I have some serious control issues. Fuck you, yeah, you do. My family's very – my side of the family is very different to Anthony's in that we're big communicators, yeah. we're big talkers – we come from a big family who have always had disagreements. I have five aunties. My dad was one of six. He was the only boy amongst five girls. So you can imagine the bitching that, that went would go on. on. Absolutely. But to their credit, my aunties always said shit to people's faces, got it out in the open, had a go at each other, got, got over it, done. it yeah. moved on.
1: That's the best way to deal with shit. I yeah. fucking hate stuff that.
0: So I'm used to that, right? Mm-hmm. But Anthony's family are very quiet-natured, very kind, very diplomatic no one says shit to anyone's face and that drove me mad like they were all frustrated at each other
1: but didn't say anything but no
0: one said anything and everyone just boiled up and my control issues <laughs> in that situation i just want to grab everyone and be like can y'all just sit down and can we fucking work out what we're doing and make yeah. a plan and, move d- on? and
1: execute and move yeah. on but so do you was- think that's more control more that like let's just fucking get this done so this thing works faster and better than it would if. You know, and then then they see, oh, here's Sarah taking shit over again. Okay, so
0: that's what I thought. I thought this is just me being productive and whatever. But when – and my brother-in-laws and my sister-in-laws, I know that they joke around about it and they do it with love. But when the same joke was made about my control issues over and 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 over 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 again. It gets – I was a bit like, fuck, do I have a problem? Like yeah. genuinely, like I know my control issues in this scenario because I'm trying to plan something special for someone comes God, from yeah. a good place, but am I too much? You know, I, 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 started, I started to question my and did control. You,
1: and, and, and where did you get with that? Where, how did you start to question your own control? Did you ask other people if you have control issues or did you go to scenarios and you're something like, ah. Oh.
0: Yeah, probably more so that. Like it's it's the little like – Joking, sly comments that are made in past about my personality. You
1: motherfuckers. That
0: I'm like, okay, maybe these people are onto something. Maybe they like I know that they're saying it in a joking way because they're taking the piss out of me that's a relationship we've always right. had but I was like there's always some element of truth to someone's joke
1: right that yeah look if, and if they're quiet and they're not those types of people to like fucking fight it out and face to face then their way of giving you a hint mm. will be through a joke a joke
0: yeah so I mean I really started to question that but the other thing the other thing I just kept in mind was I'm very fortunate that I have a partner in Anthony that, that read it who is very supportive of it who understands that when I when I do feel out of control so when something isn't going my way or I've planned something to go a certain way and someone changes that plan at the last minute or makes an alteration and then that peaks my anxiety he's very quick to rally around me yeah. and be like either He either helps me remove myself from that situation to just take a beat and, like, reason with me that, you know, it's okay not to be in control of this situation. Mm. If that's what people want to do, let them do what they want to do. Or he's very quick to sort of pat around me and allow me to feel those emotions and then reintroduce myself to a situation, which I'm very, very grateful for because I know that sometimes my attitude around lack of control can be off putting to people and can be quite like not aggressive but
1: passive aggressive passive aggressive
0: yeah. and unfortunately like because my personality is so outgoing when i lose control i withdraw
1: and you can tell
0: Correct, and, you and people, and then people are like, "What's, What's wrong? wrong?
1: What's going on now? She's making us feel down because she's yeah. She's and making yet us you're feel like, like, well, if you had have just fucking did shit the way I said to do or it in if the first you'd have place, just,
0: just leave me be.
1: Yeah, then we would be all good, and
0: we'll be fine. And Anthony knows that about me, so he'll always remove me from a situation for a second and. Like, like, let's go for a walk, or yeah. let's go have a smoke, or uh, let's I, chill out, or whatever, so that I can regroup and then I can come back and I'm fine. But it has just become something that I'm
1: much more self aware of. I I think I remember. I mean, I'd always known that you had you you like control, which is what I like. I like that you like control mm-hmm. of certain situations because I don't want to do it. Mm. You know, and and maybe that's that part of me that I like to. I I like that you work um in a productive way so i don't need to i'm <laughs> just gonna just tell me what you want me to do yeah that's all i need to know yeah I'm what do you lists, want me to do i'm a
0: list i'm a calendar i'm a, a methodical hundred. and i remember
1: we were doing one at, like we were got, ran into the problem where Sondrine had got put on standby and then she was going to be late <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. and sarah Same prime example yeah that's a
1: massive example so sarah we had this uh, moment where Sondrine was late f- and it wasn't her fault was just on standby Puk Puk was here, and because, like you and said. And you
0: messaged me. Yeah. You messaged me and said, Sonjane's flat's been put on standby. She's not going to be here at the time we'd plan to start recording. So you're like, we'll just do Puk Puk's episode first. Yeah. Bro.
1: Yeah. I was in a flat. She was. She. You, I could I come tell. in, I
0: was quiet.
1: Yeah, I, I could My demeanour
0: had changed. I had... Like fully gone introvert And I was like Well what are we going to talk about and Very but, like blunt into the fact Like no fuck you Yeah y- You're saying we're doing this What are we doing
1: And I had it for you didn't you I did- So I went out of my normal zone Because I'm just a person that just goes right, Fuck the list let's With just, the flow Let's go with the flow Whatever comes out comes out um, And that works great sometimes And your way works great sometimes um, But that's for people like myself Who have you know forms of ADHD <laughs> That can't stay yeah. focused But, you know, back to that, Um, yeah, I realised it then and I had it already. I'm like, fuck you, bitch.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have it ready. But see, that's like – And then
1: you calm down.
0: But you've been around me for what? Like eight, ten years, something yeah. now. Yeah. So you have gotten to know that when I get in that way, I need that. Yes. I need that reinforcement. I need that reassurance. Yeah. Don't ask me. I need to
1: be told. I need to be told. And that's where I went straight into sweet. I'll take control of this. Let me just get this. I know you like this, this, and this. Yeah. I'm going to play it out like that. There you go. Now we're in control. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I do feel like I get the control back. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone's handed it to me in black and white, this is what we're doing I'm yeah. like okay
1: now roll with it and do what you're good at doing yeah,
0: yeah, and I think part of that comes into the dynamic of my relationships as well of you know not not just my relationship with my husband but relationships with my friends, friends. because I am very much a person that doesn't need people,
1: yeah, but you like to be needed,
0: but I like to be needed because yeah. that's. A control, yeah. Again for me,
1: and that that. But it makes sense for me as a person looking. Like I said, when you had these other people, that I was like, "Why the fuck is she doing these things for these people?" And I'm like, "Oh, because she got control of I've it. Got control over it." And that, and and I get it when you're in the space that you think through and you feel through. Mm. That is, yeah, that's where your focus comes from. Is like, I'm in control of it because this person is not.
0: Yeah, and I think then when whatever I'm trying to control is successful, that gives me the most reward. Yeah. And that, that, you know, that feeling afterwards is what I thrive off. It's almost like a drug. It's an addiction. It's an addiction.
1: So where okay. You know, I always go deep dive shit. Maybe we're not going to deep dive it now because it's just a catch up. Mm. So where for you does that control stem from?
0: Probably my childhood. Yeah. Where I had no choices.
1: Yes. I was never
0: given choices. Wow. I was told I was a certain religion. I was told I could dress a certain way. I was told who I could hang out with. I was told where I could go and where I could be and what I needed to portray. And so you rebelled against so that. So I rebelled against it. And got it.
1: control back for yourself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Big time. Because big
0: time. I feel like I didn't really have choices. Everything was just an expectation.
1: I was told. What was expected of me. So I guess then, yeah, now it manifested in itself in the way – in your friendships. In my friendships, in in my relationships. relationships, In the way
0: I approach work.
1: Yes. Even
0: I'm very organized and and I like to have control at work. Which
1: is all good if everyone else is willing to go – Jump on board. Jump on board and go with it. But then if you have someone that's also like you and that goes – Oh, uh-uh. I
0: i don't think I've ever sustained a long-term relationship with another female alpha. <laughs> There's not enough room. I'm too big. Hello. What are you calling me not an alpha? No. <laughs> no. You're my yin to my yang though yeah. because you're a different type of alpha.
1: Yeah. You're yeah, a, I think we are very different that Very way. different. I, Whereas, lo- I don't mind giving up control to women in terms of I know what value you hold so you can have that control. Mm-hmm. I don't like giving control up to men mm. and, um, and women that are fucking full of shit. I can't trust. That's so right. I will never give up control to women woman that I don't trust and I will never give up control to men that I don't trust. So 100%. I guess it's just, you know, so yeah, but we work on those things, don't we? Yeah. We were trying to.
0: I think, I think, like I said, the, the time off for me was definitely a little bit of self assessment, self discovery, self awareness, yeah. just really like looking, reflecting openly and honestly with myself. Yep. About. The things that I noticed about myself during that stressful period yeah, that is school holidays and is Christmas and family and it always brings out the worst in everyone. And the funniest thing
1: is that I sat here thinking that you thrived off being busy, being that totally – mm. Are you like it's funny, you thrive off being busy, being in control of it. But then when you get some negative feedback – well, not negative feedback, but you get some feedback that makes you feel – a certain type of way mm. this is where it starts to make you think about yourself yeah. doesn't it? and
0: second guess and second guess my decisions second guess my choices second guess my actions
1: so when it came to that moment that really made you go and and dig in deep with yourself what made you come out of it because you didn't just sit in it forever
0: no i talked to people about it good
1: I'm glad that's the did. biggest
0: thing is i have secured for myself a sisterhood a network of women whose opinions I trust and value, who I know will be honest, but be honest with love. Yeah. And I hit them up. I'm like, guys, this keeps happening. This person keeps saying this to me. They're joking, but do they mean it? Do I have a problem? And my girlfriends were honest. They were like, "Hmm, yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But they also highlighted a lot of ways that my control – My control tendencies is a value to them and those people around me. And I think as well, like I was saying before, you know, when I am in control of something and at the end of whatever that thing is, I'm planning, coordinating, organizing, making, whatever it is, at the end of that, if there is like a successful outcome, then I go, okay, well, it was all worth it then. It was
1: all yeah. Yeah, you know. I get yeah. You see, you
0: you organize something for someone, and you see a smiling face. I said, "Okay, fuck you Yeah, I'm like, no,
1: with respect,
0: fuck y'all, you y'all should have listened to me. Oh you yeah, You fucking should have listened. was great. You're welcome. I planned that. <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so I love that about you, though. But again, like I said, it's situations. Someone like me, and I can only really look at it from my point of own point of view, as I'm like, yeah, do that because I don't want to fucking do it. Yeah. If I wanted to do it, I'll say, girl, let, let me do something.
0: And that's funny because I am like more. I actually love collaborating. Yeah, I love brainstorming with other people. I love networking. You did that on the weekend, didn't you? Guys,
1: did with your girlfriends. We did did vision board, and I could see it on um, Instagram and stuff. It looked really cool. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, like that was actually Penny's idea. She's Penny. I I know she's the creative (laughs) one in the group for sure. Her and Cass. Um, And it was actually really good because it was an opportunity for just four women to reset we had a i cooked a beautiful meal we had salmon salmon and salad and we had uh, you know, cups of teas. To like yeah. we're real old ladies. We well, were done by ten. It's 10 funny. 30.
1: It's funny. Like I was like, "Where's the alcohol?" And then I was like, "You know what? No, that that's like wholesome. It's it good. Was. Sometimes you need to just do that shit. Like we're not drinking today Mm-mm. because we got to. You know, it's, rain that shit. It's, in. We got to. Re- we really have to rain that shit in because like we I, ha-
0: we just have too much fun.
1: For, I love it though. Like there are going to be episodes that we will um, obviously Get bring ready. alcohol back in. Because it will be necessary, but I just think we were getting drunk every single fucking episode. And then
0: I felt like we were being un- inarticulate. And there was, that a, was, a, con- the that was a control issue. Yeah. I,
1: hate I, it. I did too. When you play everything, but like during some of the stuff, I was like, yeah, that's amazing. And you're going to be so happy. And then I was like, going back. So I was like, fuck. I can't use that. I can't yeah. use it. Boys episode is number one <laughs> on that. the The boys episode, I wasn't there
0: and that was a problem. Again, my like control issue.
1: <laughs> no, it, look, it, it's, we have a different way of, like I said, I'm. Um, let's go with the flow. I have a little bit, but you're very structured. I think structured is great for certain episodes.
0: Yeah, I agree. But that's why I think we work so well together and that's yeah. why we've decided to, to pull it back a little bit yeah. and just – sort of you and i take the lead on it because yeah. when it's just the two of us yeah i feel like we can just flow
1: flow yeah and and the thing is is that like you know it, it just it's easier to get us together mm, and having 100%. to coordinate everyone else is a bit harder yeah um because it's just finding time and that can take time you know mm. but no shade to anyone never except for craig and- <laughs> you only mentioned him <laughs>
0: You have have also, Kel, I think, changed a little bit over the last few months. I mean, obviously... (sighs)
1: Sorry, let me adjust this.
0: Changes in your personal life dynamic, like formalising this whole singledom thing, which for me, uh, it's like no different.
1: No, it's not.
0: Because he's like, he's still so... There. There and involved. And I think regardless of your relationship status, you guys will always be that way because you're best friends.
1: We, we we have always been there. And and to put it, you know, I, I don't want to speak unless Craig is here to, to kind of go, no, that's not how I feel. I'm mm. not really going to speak from his perspective, obviously. Yeah, But from mine, I, I, I thrive on – I have children with that man. Mm. Um, and I totally – Outside of that, I totally fuck with that dude on every level in terms of I trust him, um, I trust him, I trust him, and I trust him. Yeah. You know, and we've had discussions. We it's not like we don't talk every single fucking day about how are you going, where are you at, you know, how's mm-hmm. you know, how are you feeling about it? You know, I think when we when i decided that i I can't do this and not because that guy's not like for the next person that he's ever going to have like lucky her
0: i i think relationships though come in all different forms they all look different nothing is ever the same and i think that it is completely fluid for relationships to change yeah i think i mean i'm still very happily married yeah. But there are ebbs and flows. Yeah. Some days I love him. Some days I want to jump his bones. Sometimes I want to punch him in the testicles.
1: But that's where I think a lot of, I'll say it, like, I, I think a lot of people are like, well, why wouldn't you
0: stick it out? Stick it out. And because I'm just like, because if you know, you know.
1: I know I just know and I um don't want to lie to someone that I respect yeah. and hold up. I'm trying to take him off that pedestal a bit because I held him on that pedestal for so long. Um but he deserves that that kind of accolade. Oh, yeah, I'll never take that away from him. Yeah. And the greatest person ever just at the moment I need to do me. Yeah. I haven't done out. me for I didn't how long of my adult life from the age of 18 have I been single? And I said, I've been collectively from one relationship to another mm. 23 years mm. in a relationship and I haven't had time to myself to grow. Mm. And I said, yes, I've chosen the wrong, probably, I've chosen one of the hardest times to do it because I have two children, but it, I'm safe to do it because I have such a good, great co-parent yeah. in him. The unfortunate part from it for me is that I get, fuck it, you know. I've been shed on a bit when it came to actually leaving him mm. by people. But, you know, no, I don't. I you think, and I have talked about this quite yeah. a bit.
0: And I think it's probably not an uncommon thing when relationships change or break down Yeah, that the t- are the only people really who know how it went down or who know what went on are the two people involved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And everyone is always going to have an opinion on it and everyone is going to always see their narrative of it. And this is one thing I said to you. Yeah. You know, people, people share their concerns of you ending the relationship.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. From their perspective. From this. And I'm okay with that. And, and,
0: and and because you and, and your ex-partner, your co-parent have so much respect for each other. You weren't the type of people to be out in the streets spilling your shit. So no one actually, other than the two of you, knew exactly what the dynamic of your relationship was. So therefore these people who have their opinions on why you've broken up and how it's going to go down for you are irrelevant.
1: Yeah, I think because... I haven't shared a lot of it with anyone Mm -hmm. or if I did, it's been intimately and quiet Mm -hmm. and neither has he. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously because we haven't said a lot about it, people have made assumptions about stuff, which is all good. Like you haven't yet. Everyone is entitled to feel the way that they feel but to project it in some of the ways it's been projecting to me mm. that's when i get angry and that was tough. that's when that I got was upset. tough
0: for you too like that was tough for me to see you that way In
1: yeah i screenshot her a lot of the shit that went down <laughs> yeah it i'm probably like, one Fuck of this i'm
0: probably one of the few who know those intimate details yeah, who yeah. know both sides there Ret- isn't retrospectively people we're being cryptic because it's nobody's business but <laughs> also it's not big shit. It's not big shit. It it's, really isn't. It's just relationship dynamics that have changed and developed. Yeah. But because Kel doesn't talk about a relationship, period. Yeah. Even the little things that, you know, people don't know. And your honesty with your twin yeah. flame journey really that was played a, big thing. a part in it, right? So people, from my perspective, yeah, being a person who's listened to you, yeah. people thought you were giving up a relationship for the prospect or obsession of something that was never gonna happen.
1: That's right, and people did think, but see, no one fucking asked me, right? So <laughs> that Kel, was the thing.
0: <laughs> like, let's, like, let's, let's hear it. It's obviously played a factor,
1: absolutely, in
0: your change. I don't feel like it's your be all and end all, though, no. because you've developed a lot pre-Christmas, Kel. Yeah, with your twin flame journey to Kel
1: now. Yeah, a lot.
0: Yeah, pre Christmas kill was fucking. I was
1: fucked. Like she was I wild. was fucking. Obsessed. Yeah, yeah, I was fucked. Like and and not again. I'm very quiet about my shit. I'm very. It's only the few intimate people that I know that and do understand the twin flame journey on the from the perspective of the female mm. um, that were and you know that were able to talk me down from whatever it is I was going through at that mm. time. Um, but in terms of the now, it was just me settling back in and going, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. And, and like the obsession to it or the addiction, I'm going to put it in the addiction yeah, class. Okay. So the addiction to it was the addiction in, of an idea of something, of living off little breadcrumbs of stuff that really weren't directly coming to me. Mm. So it was indirect shit that it was like, but it's not direct. So what the fuck am I living off a little piece of a breadcrumb? Mm. That's nothing.
0: A lot of um, subliminal messages. Well,
1: what when when we go look at it? Yes, it is. I, I'm like, am I going fucking nuts here? Am I fucking losing my? And and this is the whole truth. I had to go back and go, guys. I need your help with this mm. because, am I absolutely fucking wrong in what I'm thinking is going on? Yeah. And they're like, no.
0: Yeah, but there was a the no, but, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: No, you're not wrong in what you're seeing and what you're hearing and what you're reading into. If everyone else can see it,
1: it's got to be there.
0: But to what end do you want to pursue it and have the addiction to seeing that?
1: Yeah, and that, again, I teach people through this Twin Flame journey based on what what has happened with myself or based on taking – notes from everyone else's journey and, and how they've dealt with it in their situation. And I had to take a bit of a page out of my book that just says, if it's meant to for you, it will be there at the end of the day. But in the meantime, you need to focus on you. Mm. You cannot dive into something that is not directly coming to you. Mm-hmm. If they haven't said anything to you directly, if they've said nothing, then you have to assume nothing from that.
0: I feel like I'm talking to Puk Puk. <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure I remember her sitting on this couch next to me saying the same thing to Sondrine yeah. of Well, if you think he's destined to come back into your life for a reason, just cut you him might-
1: off. Yeah. Yeah. Cut him off. Yeah. So and 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 I had to do that. I had to mute it. And I didn't mean to. I didn't want to fucking do that. No, dude, I actually need to mm. for myself because mm. this is becoming um toxic my brain and my emotions and it was actually dipping me into a depression Mm. and and to be fair none of his fault it was where my brain had created this narrative that didn't exist Mm. and i had to come back to it because i'm like i'd spent so many months going i'm gonna help people i'm gonna heal people but then i'd gone and dipped back into a cycle yeah and then i'm telling people don't do that Because in the back end, I was doing that, Mm -hmm. saying, don't do it. It's fucked. Like, you're going to send yourself into a mental and emotional spin that's going to end up in the fucking drain. Yeah. And that's where – So you were
0: very much preaching the preach – and Without taking...
1: No, I was taking the advice, but I'd come in and out of the advice. Mm-hmm. So I was taking my... Adv- I knew what I needed to do. Again, when you're dealing with addiction, and one of our f- um, epi- upcoming episodes is going to be about addiction because mm-hmm. there's different forms of addiction. This yep. is one of them. Um, when you're trying to get out of addiction, you're getting out of that mode of you going in withdrawals, Yeah, which means that all those things that were hidden deep inside you that had nothing to do with that actual thing were coming to the surface. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, I dealt with that.
0: Yeah. And I think that's something as well that we're going to touch on in future episodes too, is we're going to dive a lot deeper into your trauma. Yes. From when you were a kid. Yes. Um, to see one, because it is part of the healing process. You Absolutely. have to talk through these things. You have to get them out and off your chest. And I know that that, these particular stories have been weighing on you very heavily. You've had yes. a real need to to almost shake the weight of them.
1: I, I Yeah, I want it gone. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I mean, it's never going to be gone, but I need it out in the world. You need it off you. Yeah. You need, need it off you and we need – like one, two, the- three, four, five, my Instagram followers, they know the the ones that listen into it. They know, but it's just like. It's it, it is to- very
0: cathartic and therapeutic though to really put these things out there because once you put them out there, out. it allows you to let go of them. Yeah. Yeah. They don't then hold any power over you. Yeah. So that's going to be really exciting. So, I mean, I suppose we could wrap up this real quick catch up. Yep. By diving into what we're going to be doing. So the next episode we are going to record is is going to be helping you, Kel, help yeah. get a lot of that childhood trauma off your chest.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: it is going to lean to the heavier, deeper side of things. Mm. Um, but I think it's really important that it's not something we brush under the rug that we really like hash
1: out. No, it's it's time to get rid of it. It's time to talk about it. It's time to, I've done a bit on Instagram, but I'm going to obviously follow it up with, with what, what you know, happened in my life and how I uh, utilize that to come to who I am now. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, we'll put information of sexual well, should, Can I even say that word?
0: I think we'll, you know, we'll let everyone know trigger warnings before they yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Cause it is going to be a deeper episode.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's pretty heavy, but then again, you know, if um, it resonates
0: with one person and it helps one that's person, right.
1: that's all that matters. When I read the stats on it, it's quite huge that yeah. it is like one in 15 women. Have it's, experienced it's like 1.4 million people in Australia, um, to a certain date had experienced, uh, sexual assault from an age from 15 and under. Yeah, that's it's wild. That's wild. That's fucked. So
0: that'll be that'll be our next episode. We've got lots coming up for the rest of the year. Um, like Kel mentioned, we are going to dabble in addiction. We're going to bring the boys back yeah. for you know a bit of a catch up and chat to them. We're going to bring the girls back, have a catch up with yep. them. Um, we're going to do a little bit of true crime with Cassie, yeah, that's which gonna is going to awesome. be really cool. I gave her some, uh, some study and research to yeah. do on that topic. Um, and we're going to look as well – Obviously, an interest of mine and Kel's, we're going to look into, like, sports and athletics and fitness. Yeah, because that has been
1: a massive part of our lives and yet we we haven't touched on that.
0: Yeah, I know. But it's been probably one of the biggest changes for both of
1: us. 100%. Yeah. 100.
0: So, anyway, we're going to wrap up our catch-up now. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back for 2023. Bigger than better. Yeah. Peace out. Bye.